But <laughs> part of me is like, you know what? I've got really cute kids. That's true. So she kind of can't. Well, she can't. But I just mean like, would it be super uncomfortable for the rest of the time you're stuck in her house? Yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't mean it wouldn't have been uncomfortable for some other reason, you know. <laughs> so you're just saying it's better if you have a reason that you know. <laughs> What would Wendy say? If she's going to be mad at me, I might as well have a tattoo. Hi, this is Caitlin. And this is Sharon. And welcome to Real Housewives on Real Housewives, where we unravel housewives' story threads and keep the tea flowing. So chic. Hold on to your reading glasses. Today we're digging into Tears of My Mother by Dr. Wendy Osefo from Real Housewives of Potomac. So this book was written in 2022, and um, I'm going to read from the dust jacket, but it says, in this powerful memoir, Wendy explores how her Nigerian upbringing has affected her life, her success, and her role as a parent. Um, and also just so you know, it's really about her and her mother a lot. I mean, yeah. that's the main focus of the book and how that relates to her life past and present and future. All right. What was the best part? What did you like about this book, The Hot Tea? Um, just learning about the history of her family, mm -hmm. how they escaped war-torn Nigeria. Yeah. That was just amazing. And it's one of those things where you really appreciate, you know, the life that, yeah. been given, that <laughs> we've been given. So, exactly. Um, I like the historical part. Yeah. Um, I wrote that Eddie loves diner breakfasts. <laughs> I like how mine was so deep. And you have a deep like, part to it. <laughs> Eddie likes pancakes. I like Eddie. Now I know Eddie likes diner breakfasts. <laughs> now yeah. we can be friends, okay? I <laughs> like, I wait, to know. Eddie likes pancakes. <laughs> I like pancakes. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie likes cake. I feel like Therefore, Eddie likes yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> no, and then I also wrote <laughs> Okay, I love the honesty of her relationship with her mom. It was a unique viewpoint. And to contrast, like, how her biography, like, followed her mother and then was her mother's biography and sort of the mm -hmm. intermingling of that. I thought it was a cool lens for a biography because it wasn't just, here was my life. It was sort of like, here was my mother's life. Here's how it intersected with my life. And then here's how everything has worked out in relation to that. Like, it was just, yeah. it wasn't just one person. It was almost like you kind of got two biographies, although one wasn't really from that person. One was autobiography and one was just biography. But like it was interesting how she joined the two together. Yeah. It was because yeah. she really dug deep into mm -hmm. why things worked out the way they did, yes. how they how their beliefs affected things. Yeah. You know, it was it's a deep like book. she's a scholar. Exactly. This woman's <laughs> written some thesis. Yeah. I think she has. <laughs> um what was the worst part? What didn't you like about this book? The iced tea. Um so I liked everything about the writing of the book. There wasn't mm -hmm. anything about the book itself that I didn't I like. I agree. The book um, itself was well written. Yeah. The part that I didn't like because it hurt me was like cringing along with mm -hmm. her with stories about her mom. Yeah. There were just things she would say yes. about her mom and how her mom was dismissive to her. Mm -hmm. Or like, you know, yeah. oh, if she got a B, like, yes. well, did someone in the class get an A? I love that line. <laughs> like, I thought, well, oh, my Well, then you could have got an A. Yes. And like, oh, because yeah. I know a lot of times growing up, my parents were really hard on us grades-wise. Yeah. And um, very much like that 
mm-hmm. expected to be the best. And if you weren't, yeah, why not? Yeah. No, I thought it's interesting that you said that like you didn't like it because of what it brought up for you. Mm-hmm. Because that's kind of what I said too. Like I didn't dislike anything. Although she did say me and my three kids in the photo section. Why are photo <laughs> sections allowing people to say me and, me and? No Just one's editing it. the no photo section. No one's It makes me so mad. This is not your personal journal in the middle. Like, no. And she's a scholar. Come on, Wendy. But, okay, there was a quote, and it was like, I saw a part of myself that I don't really like. And she said, it was when the, her daughter was in the NICU, and she was mad at Eddie. And she said, I was furious at him, but truly I blame myself. Long ago, I'd convinced myself that if I slacked off at all, bad things happen. Exhibit A, getting kicked out of law school. The one time I took my eyes off the ball, it cost me a career. I told myself back then that I would never do it again, but I left the NICU for one night and let someone else carry the load and the things were left. Apparently I wrote this wrong. (laughs) But But, but essentially it was like that she taught herself. She said that I think I taught myself that hard work was the only safety net we had. Yeah. And like, I believe that too. Like I didn't work hard enough. Like things didn't work because I let somebody else do it because I didn't take control because I didn't work hard enough. And I was just like, oh my God, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> it just made me. So and I was like cringing at myself because it was like working was like, myself into the ground is the only thing that'll fix it. Yeah. That's just what she it says. It was no one's fault. It was no one's I mean, fault. Because she says Eddie mm-hmm. fed the way that Eddie fed the baby. But, yeah. you know, if the baby is having those issues. Oh, absolutely. You might have had it when she was there exactly. too. Mm-hmm. So, but I could feel like you're saying she's a control freak. Yes. And she's like, mm-hmm. so to her, it's like because I wasn't there doing it right. Exactly. And I, I do that. Like mm-hmm. I completely am like, well, I let somebody else do it. But I'm not mad at that person, but I'm just like, well, I dropped the ball. Yeah. But like there's no room for forgiving yourself. And like mm-hmm. when I saw that, I was just like, oh my gosh, that's what I do. So yeah, yeah it's funny that we were both like, it's something that like reflects on something yeah. that is hard for our own personal lives. Um, How long did it take you to finish the book? Did you have to force yourself to read it? Um, it was, it was it pretty easy read. I think it took me a few days. It was well-written, well-researched. I yeah. mean, it took a little longer to read than I thought maybe, honestly, but yeah, I didn't, I wasn't mad about it. I read it all yesterday, one day. Mm-hmm. Um, Kindle told me it was going to take me four hours. Oh, yeah. But it took me like six. So oh, that's interesting. Apparently Kindle thinks I'm smarter than me. <laughs> Kindle's like, she's a fast reader. Um, really like the beginning. The middle was a little slow. That's really like the end. Mm-hmm. I agree. So I it was a good book. Absolutely. Um, were there parts of the book that you thought were disturbing? Okay. The oh, the worst part. Mm-hmm. Especially because I love Happy Eddie. Eddie seems like such a great guy. Yeah. Just how his family, mm-hmm. uh, what, what's the word? Like disowned? Oh, disowned. Yeah. That's the word. Disowned Eddie because he married Wendy, mm-hmm. had nothing to do with their kids. Yeah. A lot of their family followed and mm-hmm. didn't go to their wedding. Yeah. I just can't imagine the pain of that. It sounds like mm-hmm. he dealt with it pretty well because yeah. he feels like he wasn't as close to them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with Wendy, as close as she is to her family, like, I can't imagine yeah. how that would made her feel. And to see and to think it might to, not it's not your fault, but like to yeah. think it you were the cause. And to see your kids being disowned. Mm-hmm. Your kids. That, that would hurt very part. much yeah. to me. Like, mm-hmm. okay, you don't even want to see your yeah. grandchildren. I know because they were at was the sister's baby shower yeah. and she said like they just wouldn't even talk to yeah. their own grandkids. Like Yeah, that's harsh. That was harsh. What about you? Any anything disturbing? Yeah, I mean it's like it's not disturbing, but it's just more like an uncomfortableness. But her mom said, like, don't live your life for your children like I did. Mm-hmm. And it, you could just see the amount of pressure that was put on Wendy by her mother. And I'm not saying, like, that her mother's a bad person for that. Mm-hmm. Because they were saying that it's in the Nigerian culture to want your kids to have so much more and be so much more. Mm-hmm. But you could just see that Wendy tied her happiness directly to whether her mother 
thought it was meeting her mother's expectations. Right. It was like Wendy's mom Mm -hmm. told Wendy, you have to do this all great for me to be happy. Exactly. And then Wendy can't be happy unless her mom is happy. Exactly. So then nobody's ever going to be happy. It all falls on Wendy. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, I think just culturally, because that's a little bit different. Although what's interesting is I feel like you see echoes of your own relationships with with parents mm-hmm. in this too. So it's maybe it's not just cultural, but like just to see it to that extreme and she was kind of like there was no back talk in the Nigerian culture and so yeah. she I think she just felt 100% like she had to be quiet, she had to toe the line mm-hmm. and that she couldn't do anything that wasn't asked of her or wasn't approved by her mom. And so that was just the part that I found like a little more disturbing. Yeah. Um, what makes this book unique? What's cool about it, I guess? Uh, you know, this is just her life story is yeah. so unique. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it does a lot of other, um, yeah. you know, first generation Ni- mm-hmm. Nigerian immigrants yeah. um, have something similar. But, you know, really just the history of how she told her, yes. her grandmother and her mom mm-hmm. and just the story of their marriages yeah. and how her dad left and she went back to Nigeria. I thought that was really interesting. And her, she her moved dad. so many times because her mom kept mm-hmm. taking different jobs. Yeah. Her life is just very unique. Mm-hmm. And and she said at one point, like, Nigerian Americans have a higher level of educational achievement than any mm-hmm. other racial or ethnic group in the U.S. Yeah, so that was really interesting. That was interesting, too. I was like, oh, that's a, that's a fact that, like, sets this whole story up for, for how it runs. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was cool just the Nigerian experience in America. Okay, so what I thought was cool was that the whole Nigerian experience in America was so unique, but at the same time, you could see, like, the universal qualities of the experience between mothers and daughters – like there were moments I think throughout where you were like, oh, that's like a mother-daughter experience that I've had. Mm-hmm. And you, so you could see these similarities, even though culturally it's very different and it's not the experience I had. But like it just felt so neat to see like that hu- within human nature and within like human relationships, yes. even if you're in completely different cultures, you're going to see those similarities and how people relate to one another. Not wanting to disappoint your parents. Exactly. That's like just, that's universal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just, like, not getting along sometimes and having different expectations out of each other. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Um, I also liked – there was an interesting part where at the very end she was, like, realizing at what point do I get to live my life for myself? Mm -hmm. Um, And I liked what she said because she kept saying, like, I owe – what do I owe my mom? And she was like, I owe her gratitude. Mm -hmm. I owe her compassion. I owe her caring. But I don't owe her obedience, not anymore. And yeah. I thought, like, that's really – that's a nice way to put it because those are the things that you want your kids to give you. It's not blind obedience, mm-hmm. but it is, like, compassion and gratitude and caring. And I don't know. I thought that was a cool way to sum it up, like, to kind of make the circle. Yeah, I agree. But it's, like, because some of the culture is so strict. Mm-hmm. How do you get to that point? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so she's, like, that next step in the circle. But Yeah, I, I loved that part where she wrote, like, her mother – raised her for the world her mother lived in. Yes. But Wendy says, I'm raising mm-hmm. my kids for the world they live yeah. in. Yeah. And she said, read that again. Yeah. And it was <laughs> really well put. It was. It's like because her mom brought her mm-hmm. over to the U.S., but then she was like certain things like, yes. well, here you're, you're in America, you're America, mm-hmm. but don't be American. But you're not American. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, where she's saying, you know, my kids are – here they're American and like mm-hmm. the other American kids, if they want to go be a chef, whatever, yeah. I encourage them to be the best at whatever. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That was interesting. And I kind of thought it was cool the way she talked about parenting where she said, instead of saying like, I expect A's from you, I expect this from mm-hmm. you, that they would talk about like 
how would your life play out, you know, and kind of like visualizing it? Like, yeah. um, when you go to college, da, da, mm-hmm. instead of saying like, well, if you go to college or if you choose, like they, they kind of said when, but it wasn't like an expectation. And so sort of like visualize your future in this way without saying, but if you don't do these things, I'm going to be really disappointed in oh. you. See, I, I thought it was it, interesting. I took it as a, an ex- I didn't take it as like soft. Oh, like, really? When, I took it as like, when you go to college. Yeah. Because there's no other choice. Yeah. Interesting. Like, I thought I was trying. I felt like maybe she was trying to take that next step up from what her mother said. Like that her oh, mother was what so demanding. She does. Right. Oh, yeah. Then yes. when Wendy okay, with her sense. kids were a little bit okay. more like, yeah, I got that. Yeah, yeah. But and not know. that she would necessarily expect less from them. Like that. That's yes. still going to carry through. But it's more like she's like, let's manifest it, kind of, so that yeah. they don't feel like it's a forced thing when they get to it. You know, mm-hmm. like that. Like, you're going to college. So it's like, now when you go to college, yeah. like, so that you're just talking in that language so that it's sort of seen as an expectation instead of a demand. Yeah. Yes. What surprised you in the book? Okay. So this is something I kind of want to talk about with you because we both have a similar childhood in this way. Her view on moving a lot as a child was that it made you good at change. Like, she was like, oh, change never bothered me. I was mm-hmm. great at change. Like, I took the opposite route. I don't mm-hmm. like change. Like, <laughs> I had to change so much that I felt like, where is my, like, static? Like, where... So, like, we both grew up where we moved a lot, yeah. um, and we went to a lot of different schools. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like Wendy basically like, oh, I'm so good at change? No. I always felt like I longed for, uh, like, oh, I've lived in this house since I was yes, two, and me all too. my family lives mm-hmm. here. Like, when I had friends yeah. with that situation, I was jealous. It's like, mm-hmm. this was their place, where I never felt like, yeah. well, I never felt like I'm really from here, because mm-hmm. I'd always just move there. Yeah, exactly. It's like my, my kids the other day were like... I'd be so sad if we moved from our house. I, and then it, it was like, why? It's just a house. Like, yeah. I didn't, like, it, it, like, I almost couldn't internalize it. And then I was like, well, this is the only house you've ever known. So, yeah. okay, yeah, I guess I get that. But, like, I don't think it made me better at change. I feel like it almost made me worse at change because I just knew at any point change could be sprung on me and I wouldn't have a choice. And I guess she yeah. was more like go with the flow. But yeah. when I read that, I was like, well, that was not my experience at all. <laughs> I think it made me want stability, great stability. But Mm -hmm. then at the same time, when something goes wrong, I'm like, why am I staying here? Yeah. What's tying me down? I can leave this place. (laughs) You know what I mean? I I don't feel. uh, I need to get a little antsy at some point. Gosh, I've been here a long time. (laughs) Like, I don't feel the need to stay anywhere. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yeah. So maybe she just means like that change is more understood than someone Mm -hmm. who's like been someone their whole life. Yeah. But she just was like, kids who move a lot are good at change. Yeah. I'm like, no, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah. yeah. So, do you have any lingering questions after finishing the book? Yes, I do. So this goes back to her kids and when she says she's okay with them, mm-hmm. you know, they could be a chef. They just need to be the best at yeah. what they do and work hard. I'm curious because mm-hmm. you can say that till you're blue in the face. Yeah. Your when kid push comes, comes to shove. They don't want to go to college. They yeah. want to go, like, play the guitars mm-hmm. and go and yeah. Would she really be okay with mm-hmm. that? Because to her, education is so valuable. Yes. It is so important. I mean, she's so, constantly like, I have four degrees. I have four degrees. Uh-huh. And, you know, education is yeah. just something you do for yourself. Mm-hmm. And a lot of families feel that way. Like, my yeah. family was very much like, you get an education. Mm-hmm. Mine was and too. that's, like, yeah. the biggest thing you can do in yeah. your life. There was no discussion. It wasn't like, right. are you going to college? It was like, where are you going yeah. to college? Yeah. So what if they're, one of her children just didn't want to yeah. go to school or study or just mm-hmm. didn't like the educated path? Like, they were like a free spirit. Yeah. Just wandering around. Exactly. Like, going with a carnival mm-hmm. or something. Oh. Yeah. I'm not sure she'd be as chill about it as she thinks. 
<laughs> That's kind of funny because what I said is kind of along the same lines. Because I said she talks a lot about taking what her mom taught her and swerving to modernize and like including emotions. And I said like I wish she'd gone into what she does though when that's hard. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's so great to say, well, I didn't show a lot of emotions as a kid. I'm going to let – I'm going to have my kids are going to show their emotions. and they're going to Because mm-hmm. I kind of said that. Like, I don't know if there's necessarily my parents' fault or just who I am as a person. But, like, I'm not – I wasn't a super, like, I'm going to show every emotion. Yeah. Like, I was guarded and more quiet. And, and it's like, I kind of want to say to her, like, you say that, but your experience was not that. And so, like, sometimes to me, I'm like, I am exhausted. If one more person throws an emotion at me today, like I grew up not having to have emotions thrown at me. And now my kids are like, emotion, emotion, emotion. And I'm really proud of them. And like, I think that's great. But at the same time, it's really hard for me sometimes. It's exhausting. And like, you know, she can't just go, well, this is the better route and it's going to be easy. Because there are times when you're tired and your natural, yeah, you're like doing what your you experience know. comes yes. out. Yeah. Like what I know mm-hmm. is that I just... Like she kept going, well, I'm just going to do it a different way. And yeah. it's like, yeah, we all say that. Then you have kids. And right. You realize, we all like, say like we're not going to yell or they're not going to watch <laughs> exactly. te- television or stuff like that. You know? And it's like she just didn't explain like how that works in practice. So yeah. it's kind of like you said, well, what in practice? Like, what are you going to do if the kid says I'm not going to college? Mm-hmm. It's like, what are you going to do when you're like, yay, everyone has emotions, but you're like, I can't have any more emotions yeah. today. Like she just didn't explain how that actually works. And her kids are yeah. not just baby babies. So I don't know. I was kind of wondering what she meant by that. That was fireworks. Fireworks season. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry to all the dogs. No, listening. I did not shoot Caitlin. This is not a crossover event. True crime podcast. How honest do you think the author was? I thought she was so incredibly honest. I think so too. Like that she was so honest that sometimes like I cringed. Uh-huh. Like I just felt her emotions I and I cringed. Yes. Right. Like, yeah. And I thought, I bet her mom was not 100% <laughs> happy with the draft <laughs> of this. Like, <laughs> because she kept saying, I can't, I couldn't tell my mom. I wouldn't be able to say this to my mom. And I thought, I know. this is a whole book of stuff you couldn't say to your I mom. Know. Like imagine you're like, so mom, I wrote this book yeah. about our relationship. <laughs> I I mean, just, here's all the stuff I think you messed up. I can only picture her mom <laughs> reading this. I mean, it's almost like your private conversations with your therapist in a book. I know. Like, like that's rough. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, did reading the book change how you viewed the author or the Housewives franchise? Um, so I really liked Wendy. Um, and so I still like her after mm-hmm. this. I, I actually like it the same because I really liked, liked her to begin with. Yeah. I have a sense. lot of respect for her to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where I kind of put the Eddie thing because from that season – Initially, they were kind of talking about, well, we don't talk to Eddie's family. Eddie's family's not in the picture when she first came on the show. And I wasn't fully understanding what was going on. And then after this, I understood that issue a little bit more. So I do feel like I had more clarity on that. I also liked when she talked about how hard social media is. Like she said, reality TV is hard. She's like, people think like, oh, it's just sitting and it's talking. But she's like, it's hours of talking. And Mm -hmm. you have to be on point. You have to be high energy this whole time. You have no privacy. And it's like, I, I get that people chose it, but mm-hmm. like she said, like being entertaining is a skill and it takes a lot of courage to be vulnerable. I, and I was like, so finally, true. I think someone summed that up. Like yeah. in all the books we've read, no one has said it as well as she said it, mm-hmm. I think. Oh, I did actually just think of something. Mm-hmm. One thing I thought was interesting and it relates to the franchise is she says she went on the franchise because she wanted to show a successful Nigerian American mm-hmm. family. Yeah. And you know, just their culture and their heritage mm-hmm. and how it impacts their life. Yeah. And how she's an introvert. Like how oh, she's yeah. 
you know, to a lot of women, I would have think, okay, I'm going in the show. It's going to be fun. I have mm-hmm. this friend. Yeah, I'm and so social. I tell people about my life. Yeah. Where she, it was more about uh, like showing a part of our life versus the relation, the relationships of yeah. our family uh-huh. versus how she interacts with the other women. Yeah, that's interesting. It was just seemed like a different lens. Yeah, you're right. Or like a different motive, not motive, yeah, but like, like reason to uh-huh. be on the show. That's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Um, All right. Should we judge the book by its yeah, cover? Yeah, let's judge the book okay. by its cover. Do we like the artwork, the title, all okay. of it? So the picture is beautiful. Yeah. Wendy looks And I love the juxtaposition. Yeah. It's funny because she said her mom didn't really dress in traditional Nigerian garb like yeah. growing up because she said like, oh, I didn't have to deal with the fact my mom was dressed in like the head wrap and yeah. everything. So I thought it was kind of funny that she is on the cover, but I like that. You know, like the old-timey dress mixed with the new-timey dress. And they both look beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Now, here's what I didn't get. And this is because I'm dumb. This is not because (laughs) of her. It says, tears of my mother. Uh And I was like, what exactly does that mean? Because to me, her mom didn't have tears. Mm -hmm. She was – it would be like more – demands of my mother. I know. Mother. I thought it was like disappointment yeah. of my mother. Like, I think <laughs> like she was using tears wasn't to say. Like the tear. Yeah. I don't know. I know. I couldn't tell if tears was like disappointment or regret. I mean, she kind of ends the book with it. So it kind of felt like that thesis moment where it's like, yeah. oh, it ties into the title. But I, I feel like it's like her life is the culmination of like what her mother did want and didn't want and like just yeah. all of that. I guess but it I- comes off as... My mom was disappointed in me. Yeah, a it doesn't bit. come off as like a tragic thing. Yeah, that's true. At least not to me, mm-hmm. it didn't. So it like t- maybe tears a, is a little strong. Yes. Yeah. But at the same time, it is mm-hmm. I, she needs a strong statement about her and her mother. Because yes. they have a strong, yeah. interesting relationship. Absolutely. So I don't know. And it needs know to be clear good, that the book is about their relationship yes. and not just like a Wendy biography. So I'm not sure of anything better. It I'm just, not either. But you're right. I wasn't exactly sure about it. No, I I would agree with that. All right, Real Housewives on Real Housewives, thumbs up or thumbs down? Thumbs up. I thought it was really good. Two thumbs up for me. Go, Wendy. Go, Wendy. All right, finally a book we like. We had a few there that were kind of stinkers. So (laughs) thank you, Wendy, for pulling us out of our uh, complaining zone. (laughs) I'm happy to like a book again. Yay. (laughs) All right. Well, remember, Housewives bring the drama. We bring the receipts. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button. If you'd like to help support us, please share it with others and leave a rating and review. Also, visit us on Instagram and Twitter, both at rh underscore on underscore rh for fun pictures and polls, or email us at rhonrhpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again, and remember to stay out of the shade.